0: hello beautiful listeners this is your least favorite podcast and today i've got a fan favorite daft draft on board with me or better said the creator behind it and we're gonna learn about that and your favorite instagram page in just a few the definition is found on urban dictionary an instagram account with the best humorous illustrations for a desi audience now this is what the internet has described you and your work as, but we want to learn what you have to say, add or take away. How are you doing today?
1: I'm good. Um, just chilling on a Sunday, yeah. talking to you now. Um, so that's pretty nice to hear. You know, I, I just, I, I don't know. Like, let's just, let's just uh, go ahead with it, and then whatever questions you have, we can just uh, keep going on. It's my first podcast, so I'm sorry if I sound a little confused.
0: No, no, points. no worries. But... You're doing great. <laughs> All right. So firstly, thank you so much for scheduling this in. I know you're super busy and we're going to get to like how you handle your page and personal life and all of those things. But I want to learn who are you, aside from the creator of Daft Draft, if you don't mind sharing.
1: I am actually um, I've lived a lot of years in Canada and also Pakistan. So I feel like I am connected to both countries. I actually studied, like did my elementary schooling and um, my A-levels from Pakistan. But shortly before that, I actually did about three years of high school in uh, Mississauga. And then I moved to Pakistan to do my A-levels. And then I moved back to Canada to go to university. And um it's just so I feel like I'm kind of caught between two paces sometimes, you know, and that's me. And as a person, I would say I'm just a regular, you know, a girl next door and nothing um, unique or different. I just feel like uh, my creativity and my sense of humor is something that stands out. But otherwise, I would say I'm just your, you know, regular person, nothing special. I love that. I would point out.
0: You're so humble. You need to take credit. <laughs>
1: no i mean i i mean i give credit to my sense of humor for sure you Mm -hmm. know and i feel like that probably does come from um you know being someone who's lived in both places and i keep going back to that about how i've lived you know in canada and pakistan because i feel like i could kind of absorb you know parts of both both cultures and that's why like i feel like my humor, like I feel like the, the the Pakistani or the South Asian community living in in Canada or living in North America, per se, I think it's there. I think there's a there's a lack of you know um, content that's available to yes. the Desi community, and I feel like that's something that I personally felt to Like I would follow all these like let's say illustration pages or like meme pages, yeah. and, and either they were like super Desi. Um, or then they would be, you know, very like Western in that sense, like exactly. you know, with the kind of humor and it wasn't like some something that we could connect with culturally. Um, so I feel like that's something that I felt that, OK, fine, maybe if we put that together, uh, it would be interesting mm-hmm. because I feel like the style of, you know, illustration, the style or like, you know, just just the kind of artistic um, rendition of the work. That i do i feel like it's not your typical desi stuff but at the yeah. same time i feel like a lot of the copywriting is you know so i think that the, the mixture of the two is something that makes it really interesting
0: yeah you, you definitely found a middle ground and i can say as yeah. a canadian pakistani a young individual who resonates with both her pakistani background and her canadian home as you have mentioned yourself you i can assure you definitely found this middle ground and the space uh, that can resonate with an audience that can feel heard and seen with your content since we're on the road of yeah you're welcome you deserve it since you're on we're on the road of describing your craft and art could you describe it to the listeners who maybe haven't come across your page how would you put it into a few words
1: so, I would say that, um the kind of work that I create, I wouldn't call it like purely illustrative work because a lot of the stuff that I do is uh, you know even copywriting based for example or example or text based um so i would I would call it social commentary or like exploring you know human feelings through through visuals or through visual art you could call it, but mm-hmm. you know it's not. It's not just one thing. um, It's anything, any kind of human emotion that one experiences. A lot of my um, posts that I I create uh, have a bit of darkness in them. I feel like they do explore a lot of, um, you know, dark human emotions like, um, you know, in Urdu you call them like dhoki, Mm you know, word like bizari or dhoki or even anxiety and depression or a lot of different things, you know, but kind of putting a light spin on them. Uh, so that everyone can relate to it, but also you know it, it kind of puts a smile on your face what that's what I've heard at least from people who you know who talk to me sometimes I said that okay, you know it's, it's very real, like and that's it's it's stuff that people do experience, but at the same time it's not depressing it's mm-hmm. it's kind of oddly light, you know, so I think that that's something that people really um connect with, and other than that i I do explore uh, you know society like different aspects of society and uh, so I think a lot of it is also social commentary yeah. yeah and these these two areas are obviously uh you know when I'm not being my typical daft <laughs> uh, self when I'm just doing frivolous stuff you know I also do a lot of that it just depends on my mood but I feel like it's the, I think the underlying um, or the common denominator would probably just be um south asian culture you know that's because it's mostly desis who can relate
0: mm-hmm, to beautiful. the
1: kind of
0: work that i do yeah and um I, I will like to add a comment that it's ultimately just digestible i feel like there are two extremes that's um for uh, i w- how do how do i say this like very real news emotional experiences all of that they go to this very heavy uh, gruesome dark themes but they're a little harder to take in and reflect or these very loose terms that can be just thrown out like buzzwords. But the way that you really put your craft together out on the internet for people to consume, it's there if people wish to consume it and it doesn't feel like it's being force fed. I hope you got what I meant.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I think that maybe that's I mean, I try to keep things light. You know, mm. I, again, I feel like when I'm scrolling through Instagrams and really I, I just, there's so much heaviness and there's so much, um, you know, trauma-related um, content that we view every single day. And it's, you know, it's upsetting. And obviously it has to be there. And it's, it, it is important for people to see it. And, you know, people, everyone should know what's happening around them in the world. And But I just feel like when it comes to our emotions, I think that's that's the side that I like to tap into mostly and but at the same time not make it so heavy that it's hard to digest so, you know I don't know if I'm coming across this making my point here but it's just it's like even if it's through the use of colors you know mm-hmm. like it doesn't have to be like dark and dingy it could be let's say like bright colors or pastel colors or you know it could be something you're saying something but it it's it could be like i don't know like bert and ernie from sesame street but saying something really you know uh, dark or you know just it's it's kind of like that um uh, what's the word for that like the juxtaposition of you know the 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 two that i feel like kind of balance it out
0: yeah absolutely and that's
1: something that uh i think that with with positive with negativity you kind of have to balance it with some kind of positivity and Mm I think that's what I aim to achieve
0: and and you have my work can I ask you if you have always been I guess an emotional reflective really just like understanding your emotion being intact with it as well as an artistic Mm -hmm. person or where did that come in your life in the timeline
1: um So, yeah, of course, I mean, I have always been an emotional person. I think I have been someone um, who does um, kind of think with her heart more than her her mind. I do think that I have been someone um, who's been like that. Um, In terms of any moment in my life that made me like that, no, I don't think so. I think I've always had that side in me where... Uh, it's not just about my own life but i feel like i do kind of um you know when i look at others or things that are happening around me i do absorb you know emotions or i do notice different emotions so I, i think that it's a lot of the work for example that i do is not just based obviously in my on my life or what i'm feeling in the moment it's about what a friend could be feeling for example you know like if i'm around a friend who's feeling certain things and she's going through a certain period in her life, it could just be about that emotion. Like, it's not about me. It, it could be about any person that I interact with or anything that I see happening in society or anything that just kind of makes me think. I think I would just kind of translate that and put it into my work.
0: Beautiful. I wanted to ask mm-hmm. you, could you also describe your craft maybe like activism art or would it just be an art with an element of truth? is that something that resonates with you
1: maybe the latter i think um i wouldn't you know i think the word activist i feel like it's it puts a lot of um responsibility on you in that sense where i feel like maybe i'm not there yet i feel like i need to be a lot more woke maybe <laughs> to be given that title and i think and i i don't just say that i feel like there are so many people who are working so hard Um, you know, I'm probably just a drop in the ocean, but I feel like there's so many people and actual like activists who are working day and night to produce content or to work for certain, you know, causes. Um, so I would say that maybe, yeah, I would, I would like to say that I add to it in my own way, but I would not say that I'm excellent at doing that. Like that is something that I have achieved. you know Uh, but for sure and if there's something that's happening or there's a you know social cause or an issue or societal issue that's going on I would definitely yes not like to be silent and I would like to talk about it.
0: Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Um, I gotta ask how did this all happen in what point in time? I mean the inspirations the Mm -hmm. creativity I need to know like has criticism been a big part of your journey or has it been mostly positive and compliments
1: so yeah criticism has okay so i it's a funny story like when i was in a levels and um i in this is in pakistan and this is like you know over a decade ago actually and uh i was um taking fine arts because i was really interested in art and when my style was not it was not the typical you know watercolor and like oil mm-hmm. paints or pastels like i you know the typical kind of still life art or yeah. you know i was never really interested in that kind of stuff so i started um you you you, you had to make two portfolios which which would be sent to cambridge and you know from pakistan and like university of cambridge they would basically like check your work and they would send it back and it's a very typical old-fashioned system of doing things, you know. And um, I remember, so I was, like, really excited that, oh, I'm going to take art. And I was like, okay, I'm going to... One of my portfolios that I, I uh, made was actually about... Uh, it was uh, Pakistani cinema, like the billboard art, but done in a pop art style. Mm-hmm. So I was going to do something very different, you know, like... Very, very, um, what do you call it? Like, very close to what the kind of stuff that I do now. But obviously, it was with more detailing and, you know. Mm-hmm. But the concept was very different. And uh, I had a very, very nice, um, you know, teacher or or professor, Um, you know, she herself was an artist and she was really excited, you know, she was encouraging me to do this. it was different, but you know she was like It's okay, just give it a try and uh, I started making this portfolio, and I was really proud of it and you know and they're supposed to give you predicted grades, like your teachers are supposed to give you predicted grades before you actually get your a level results okay. and they basically send those grades, and so she gave me an A and a B, and I was really happy because I was like, That's amazing, mm-hmm. you know like and then when i when when I sent the portfolios and they came back um really bad grade like i think it was a really bad grade you know and i was really upset because i mean i had passed but it was like barely and you know and i was like what the hell and and i think for years after that i just did not want to do anything artistic because i was like i was so scarred and i was you know because i was like okay i tried something different and maybe i'm just not good enough and i don't know you know and um So then I went to, I went to uh, university in, uh, I went to OCAD University in Mm. uh, Toronto, and I studied um, uh, advertising, creative advertising, because I was like, okay, I'm not going to go into the artistic side of it, but, you know, I want to be creative, so maybe I, copywriting is my forte, and I think I'll be good at that, and which I was, I mean, I was really good at copywriting, you know, and um, I graduated, um, and I was on, you know, on the honors list over there, and it was it was a you know a really good feeling to feel like okay fine you know like after this whole like a levels
0: yeah
1: thing that happened like to be on you know the, the honors list and to get like an, to get an honorable recommendation like uh, you know it was it was a great achievement for me and so then i moved back to Pakistan in years past and I started working at, at in advertising and you know that wasn't very satisfying to be honest because advertising in Pakistan is not very creative yes. clients are not because the clients are very typical in their thinking
0: and mm-hmm. don't want
1: anything outside the box and it was, it was, there was a lot of disappointment to be honest yeah um then I got into working for an art gallery so I was managing like the marketing and communication for them and stuff and you know that happened and then um Some reason we had to move to Canada, um, you know, just suddenly, and then um, it it was like for a treatment of a loved one that we had to go, and so we were there for about two and a half years. And so, obviously, I was not able to work there at that point, you know, because I was at home and I was like, okay, what do I do with my life right now because (laughs) I'm here for a few years and like, what am I supposed to do? And I was like, okay, like, I was bored and you know, I was so scared, I was like, okay, let me just like pick up like some youtube tutorials and just see what like adobe illustrator is all about and like just for fun you know like i was not really because i was so scared to like draw anything in my life like i after my a-level scoring that i had faced i was like "I, i can't do this anymore you know and like So I did it and I started learning and obviously it was like really basic stuff because drawing on Illustrator is very different than doing it in real life and you know like it's a a whole different world so I started with really really basic stuff and and then slowly slowly I got a hang of it and then I think I started posting like if you look at my initial stuff that I did it was very basic like very basically Mm -hmm. designed and more to do with like the concepts and the copywriting but like the illustrated bit of it was not like anything that was just you know um, but, I mean, I like that, too. Like, I like the irregular, like, not-too-perfect kind of style. That's my style. Yeah. I like that. And But initially, it was just because I didn't know how to use the application, you
0: know? It wasn't an artistic choice. It was more like, ah, oh, that's no, no. all I got. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, look,
1: this is how you draw a circle on a street, So let's just add some ice to it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it
0: was
1: it wasn't anything um yeah at that point it was just something i was doing and i was like okay i'll just make an instagram account and you know just for friends and family and i'm getting bored so i might like, as well just do something it's going to be fun and whatever you know and so i started doing that and and then slowly and slowly like i don't know within like you know a month or something i had like almost a thousand followers and i was like oh mm-hmm. okay that's nice <laughs> you know like wow all right you know and I was like okay this is interesting I've never really experienced something like this before and this is fun like I'm getting an audience yeah it's nice and they're demanding new posts like they're messaging me and saying oh like when's your new like when's you know when are you gonna post again or (laughs) so I started posting every day and you know sometimes it would be fun stuff sometimes it'd be just whatever stuff and Mm -hmm. sometimes it would be really really good stuff like in terms of like engagement and just you know people sharing it and yeah and then it just picked up and I think to be honest I think my first year was when I grew the most because that, that was when I was the most consistent I was posting almost every day right um I was going crazy like just producing content because it became like this high like it was so much fun
0: yeah
1: it was fun talking to people and getting to know people online and meeting other content creators and it was just you know it was also during the pandemic you know so it was something fun to do from home where, when I mean you I don't know if you're from Toronto but um, it's just like it, we were under lockdown over there and it was just crazy you know yeah. like we couldn't really go out anywhere and I was even, like, ordering my groceries at home. Mm -hmm. It was just really, really bad. Um, So, yeah, so, like, that's how it kind of became something. And uh, it was just, you know, the rejections that I faced, I think, in my initial years like for example like my a-level portfolio and then it was like not being satisfied with advertising and then something or the other just didn't work out you know and then slowly and slowly i think life just took me where i had to go and now like it's it's become something
0: you know yeah. so it's yeah i mean so it's like your baby a... what, what it's like three years old now or correct me if i'm wrong uh,
1: yes yes it's three years old i oh, actually wow. even forgot that yeah it's been three years yeah uh, i think august 5th is when uh yeah, oh, wow. so it's, it's three years now and um, so yeah the, the past year like I haven't been I think posting that much because I've been traveling and you know I got COVID twice and yeah. it's just been like this Um. so obviously something or the other you know life in Pakistan is also very different.
0: Oh for um, sure yeah.
1: You know it's not as calm and like because there's so many people around you and it's it's like you don't sometimes you feel like there's too much around and so you don't get the time but I'm trying to like kind of you know get back into it now like to be more regular
0: yeah yeah you you take your time we just love when you post and you take your time make the best stuff um I have no doubt in you uh I want to quickly ask the name Daft Draft how did you come up with that, stick with it, but also how did you stick with the content that you continue to produce to this day?
1: So the name was, it was really random. Um, as I said, like when I was making the account, it was just something for friends and family. It wasn't supposed to be something that turned into some, something so big. Yeah. Um, draft for me was something, it was a word that I thought of um, in terms of copywriting, you know, like when you're doing copywriting, or when you when you're creating copy, mm-hmm. um, you make like these drafts. And yeah. like, then you know it's like a lot of stuff that you you make, and then you go to like what your your final product is. You know, so it's just like kind of like those preliminary uh, drafts of what you're doing. Daft was just uh, a rhymed with draft, and B mm-hmm. like it was just like like kind of like silly pieces of work you could yeah. think you know like that's how it yeah like loosely termed I would I would say yeah, like so very
0: on brand I would say and like the energy yeah. that you're displaying, I yeah. love that okay
1: yeah and in terms of content um initially I would just whatever would come to mind like I don't even know where these ideas come from sometimes but like if I see a product for example and like um you know I'd be like oh it'd be funny like like if like the words just seem like another word and then that's mm-hmm. how it kind of like would click and like that's how it started and then it became a thing where i would actively start to like look for products
0: and yeah some, like some is that where most you know? of your inspiration lies just looking at those um similar words it,
1: uh kind of but some of them like for example i did uh i'm trying to see i think I don't remember but for example it, it it can be like a pun or it can be like for example like doing absolute dhoka was like because I felt like the word vodka had the same like oh, you know what I mean like okay. the same feel as the word dhoka so I felt yeah. like oh that'd be really funny and then you know something like that or if I'm doing like dalda which is a cooking oil and dalda sounds like you know if you switch around the letters it sounds like ladla
0: <laughs> yeah like, you also have you know, one so, that is like TikTok is one of your illustrations embodying the yeah, known mouth the tic freshener yeah. yeah so
1: yeah so like things like that or then using like urdu um you know Sayings which is like the and then
0: yeah,
1: joy <laughs> like you know, like chew like chewing gum can be like hum or like yes. know, things like that. It could just just like playing around and like being funny, you know, in that way. I yeah. think that's one way to do it, and then the second way would be just obviously looking at things around you, like emotions, for example, like human emotions, and um, you know, kind of doing more serious posts. Like I think I did one with. It was like a flower pot and it slowly like just dying and yeah. like talking about women. Like it was about how like each step of a woman's journey in life, like you know, you're told Ki ye karo, karo like you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Like don't do this, don't do that, or then do this after you get married, or like and each time like a petal from that flower Flower falls and then by the end of it the flower is just kind of like just lying there you know um, almost dead so it's like it's some pieces are more heavy I would say like that but I think mostly it's um, you know keeping it light but I feel like like for example I even did like this like double standards for example like smoking and you know mm-hmm. the guy does it it's okay but if a girl does it oh my god she's a bad like her yeah. character is not good and you know things like that like dip, just picking different topics yeah. From around me and just kind of illustrating, like, um, you know, or like, people say things like, "Oh, khandan ki naak," yeah, like, and then so just putting that knock on a, a platter, yeah, just, you know, like things like that, like, just kind of, yeah, just trying to be witty with.
0: Yeah. All right, Laila you have to answer this next one, okay? Mm-hmm. I need to know your favorite or favorites of your own illustrations that you put up there. I know it's hard to pick one, because obviously for different oh. reasons. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not even sure. Let me open up my Instagram. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. So like recent stuff or just all the time?
0: All around, like if there's something earlier that you resonate with more, or you really like one that's recent. I think, I think the
1: one, um, I think my first, one of the first ones that became pretty popular, I think, was the smoking one that I did, the mm-hmm. or the no buri or Other, I, I think that one was uh. something that kind of um, you know switched my brain from just doing frivolous stuff to kind of more like you know, um, yeah serious or like something that that had more meaning to it. Like I feel like so I think that's something that's close to my heart. Um, other than that, like. Uh, I like a lot of the frivolous ones too like
0: I love the rock paper
1: scissors lot of Yes I yes like that one. um I really like the Nazarnalaja Yeah Nazr nalab
0: jaya one. I have to so say um awesome. Fear and Loathing is one that's a winner for me every time Oh uh, yeah yeah the yeah yeah the Fear and Lovely
1: one <laughs> Yeah uh, that one was I think a lot of people don't know the movie so I think that they don't really understand Okay um cuz it was Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas that was the movie and that's the poster of that movie was actually like the same way that the woman is drawn on the,
0: uh-huh. with the
1: glasses. So that was taken from that. Um and then I think I also I also like I also like um you know the, the comic book ones that I dig. Like my style's changed a yes. lot now but um you know just like say something dirty to me and she says welcome <laughs> there's this one of this auntie where she's like, Peta, I'm sure the party is very lit, but so is Jahannou, you know, like yeah. things like that. Like, I like the witty um, poster bits where it's like, where's your dubatta? And she's the woman's like, it flew away with your boundaries. I really like yeah. those songs that I did, because I feel like they kind of come in cheek and
0: yeah. um,
1: you know, so I feel like, like, it's kupsuro kya khate ho? And she says, okay. ones people can really like connect with, and I feel like I myself, like, you know like i even did like this one which was two like toothbrushes and uh one of the toothbrushes was like are you lost baby girl because i mean 365 days would just come out oh my god yeah this is like back in like 2020 and uh so it's just the the idea of like two toothbrushes together look like they're two people you know yeah and she's just like or something so I, i i enjoyed that one um and a lot of these product based ones obviously like Mountain Dew became fit and, move and like mm. Absolute Thoka, You know I I thoroughly enjoy doing these types of things like Starbucks became Bak Buck Coffee and you know, things like that. Like Handan Kinak was actually one of my favourites too. So I have a lot, like they're all my babies, you know. Like of course. for me it's it's very difficult to choose. Um, yeah. so it was like, yeah, like I mean I I think and that's something it, Every time, I think any post that can really make people laugh or really get to them, like, I think that's when I enjoy it because I feel like, okay, I've succeeded, I've succeeded in doing something.
0: You yeah. Know, like,
1: making an impact in some way or making someone smile. Like, I think my favorite compliment is when someone tells me that, oh my God, your post made me laugh or yeah. they made me smile or they made my day better. Like, that for me is like, okay, fine. Like, I'll take off my good date for the day. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's, yeah, I have a lot of favorites. I don't think I can sit here and probably, like, look of
0: them. Of course. I just loved, like, hearing you, like, point out every reason and the points in time of, like, how that came to be. Yeah. yeah, going through your process. All right, so you are pretty big. You've grown and will continue to grow. I mean, let's not deny you've got celebrities following you with over 60,000 followers. Do you sense any sort of pressure? And I kind of wanted to know if there's a team behind the scenes running the show with you.
1: Oh, no, there's no
0: team. No? One man show? Yeah.
1: It's just a one woman show, yeah. It's just uh, no team. Um, It's just me, and that's why I think I sometimes have a lot of days where I don't post because, again, there's no one else. So it's like if I'm not really feeling it, I'm just like, okay, I'm on a break. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just have to take a break,
0: you know? Yeah, of course.
1: And pressure, I... To be honest, I don't
0: really feel any pressure. That's so good. It's
1: it's really nice to kind of, you know, have a platform where now it's become big or successful enough to, um, you know, have these big brands come up to you and pay you for creating work for them and posting on your platform. You know, things like that. Like, I feel like having um monetary gains too like it's not just that you're producing free content for people you're also getting paid
0: yeah um, it's like paying off now now.
1: it's starting to yeah so which is really good you know and um it's given me an opportunity to also do my own
0: yes let's talk about that real quick i love that you brought that up um i am simply jealous to say the least i want every piece Mm -hmm. of the collection Um, I wanted to quickly ask you, do you see Draft having a regular store, be it online, or is that not too much of your brand and you prefer to have, like, a pop-in and pop-out style?
1: Um, No, no, I mean, I would love to have a website, Uh, you know, I am trying to work on it, but again, because of all the chaos around me, just generally, like, like there's a lot happening, Um, it's just been on hold for now. But I will definitely. I'm thinking of, you know, definitely um, doing some kind of website or something where people can order because it does get very difficult for me to when people are, you know, just messaging me and uh, it's the worst when someone just messages you and doesn't even say hi and they just say price <laughs> and then you just oh feel my like God. like this vendor, you know, like where you're just like okay, I must reply, but like what the hell? Yeah, so I, I definitely prefer to have a website which i'm working on inshallah Inshallah, yeah Yeah. soon soon maybe in the next month or so
0: we'll all be there first at the door
1: thanks i I think i'm also gonna probably not so i think this this the stuff that i do like the merchandise i don't i think i always keep like one or two regulars where it's like one or two um you know designs i would call them or that that keep reoccurring like because they're so popular I feel like the demand like for example the rock paper scissors one like whenever I get you know a lot like it just goes away and people keep wanting that one specifically so I do keep bringing that one back but I feel like other than that I like to do um, or even the absolute dhoka one I've done like this pink t-shirt which has like a red absolute dhoka written on it and people really enjoy that one so they want to reorder that so other than those two though i feel like i keep doing drops like new drops so mm-hmm. it's like i'll do new work and um, you know that that gives uh i think an opportunity to for a lot of like buyers to also like buy new stuff because they i i do, do get messages from people saying oh when are you getting new stuff or like you know when are you getting and there's only so much stuff that i can get yeah uh, so i just try to do like new drops instead of being
0: Gotcha. Do you think you're going to do any sort of customization element to it or just keep it simple and produce what you please?
1: No, I would probably just do something simple and just keep it the way it is. Like, customization becomes really difficult. For sure.
0: Yeah, of course. All right. Well, with decoding Daft Draft and where it came from and its impact, I just have one last question for you, Lila. Sure. What do you want from what you already have going on, going forward?
1: I want, I think, to expand, Mm -hmm. to be bigger in terms of, uh, you know, especially in terms of like the merchandise side. Like, I think I enjoy that. I enjoy designing merch and I enjoy creating um, work to make, you know, Prints and stuff like I I want to expand and maybe have a store of my own someday. I don't know, you know. But in terms of my content, I just want to keep producing and not really think of any pressure because I feel like every time I do, you know, feel pressure, then it's very difficult. Yeah, so I just want to keep going and get inspired by everything around me and just keep going and going, even when I'm like
0: 50 or 60. I don't know why not. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much once again, Lila, for joining me, answering all the questions, the nitty gritty, the history. Oh, thank you. I just thank you so much. Of course. Yeah, go ahead. I just really hope success and, and everything you want comes to be. And Sean, thank you so much, Sean. It was really nice
1: talking to you. I can't wait to listen to the podcast
0: later. <laughs> I can't wait for you to hear it. Uh, with that okay. all being said, okay. thank you, beautiful listeners, and. That covers today's episode. See you in the next one.